0: What's up, y'all, and welcome into the Jack Vita Show. I'm your host, Jack Vita, and today I have a special co-host joining me today. It's Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick, our favorite Survivor star, who's now returning to the show once again. Stephanie, (laughs) are you happy to get to co-host the show with me today instead of being the guest?
1: excited to co-host with you, of course.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So if you guys like our episode of the Jack Vita show. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you're listening to this hit subscribe. So you don't miss out on the other content we have coming out. It's hard to believe we're at the end of the year now. Is it crazy? Yeah. It's
1: like my third or fourth time on every time. time.
0: I think this is the fourth straight month we've done a podcast. So you're going to have to start brainstorming for what you want to do in December. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, I'll start thinking about it.
0: Oh, and by the way, I got to show you, guess what came in the mail a couple days ago? What? Christmas card Uh, from the Kendrick family.
1: (laughs) I got them out early this year.
0: They're great. We loved it.
1: Uh, Good. My my mom
0: was looking at it and she's like, oh, they're so cute.
1: Uh, Oh, tell her thank you.
0: Absolutely. Good
1: buddy, Jack Vita.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We don't do Christmas cards. We haven't in years, but we're going to have to bring it back. We need to start doing the Christmas cards.
1: Every year I say I'm not going to do one. And every year, like, people start talking to me. So what are you doing this year for your Christmas card? And it's like so much pressure. But, (laughs) oh, gosh, Uh, I got about early this year. So that was check one thing off my list.
0: (laughs) My mom just gave up on trying to get a nice picture together because we just never seem to be able to do it.
1: It's hard. It's hard to get everybody together. It, and with little kids, forget it. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephanie, of course, has so many connections to famous people, athletes, reality stars. She was on Snake in the Grass just a couple months ago. Uh, I spoke with her husband, Kyle, on this show just a couple weeks ago, or m- maybe more than that now. The time's flying by, but spoke with him recently. But I think today, Stephanie, you, you have brought someone very special who might be an even bigger star than the other people we've had on this show so this far.
1: One of the biggest. Bigger than all the professional athletes. Bigger than all of the reality stars. Bigger than, um, I don't even know, any president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> this this is one of my favorite um, 11-year-olds, soon to be 12, in early December. And one of the biggest stud baseball players, little league player, and probably travel ball players I've ever seen play. Um, it is my son, Kyle, who's nine, uh, nine years old, idol, And he looks up too, because he plays second base. And my son, Kyle, now plays second base. He was shortstop, he moved. And um, he is just a really good athlete. He's actually really good at golf and lacrosse as well, but he plays baseball because that's his passion. And um, he is near and dear to me, my heart, because he is my brother, Philip LaGrosa's son, Philip LaGrosa Jr., Um, who was in the hunt or in the, what is it? How do you say it? He almost made it to the Little League World Series. He was on national television and they made it all the way. They won The state in New Jersey, Toms River, East Little League. And they almost made it all the way to the Little League World Series, but they didn't. But he was on TV. So he's big time. My big time. Big time. My nephew, Philip LaGrosa Jr.
0: Philip, welcome to the show.
1: (laughs) What's up? There he is. How big time he is. (laughs) Jersey boy.
0: I was chatting with him before we got started and he's I'm like, I like your sweatshirt. He's like, Oh yeah, my state champion sweatshirt.
1: That's what it is. They were the state champs. Trell. We were all watching from Florida, cheering them on. It was so exciting.
0: And you got to play. So how many games did you have on ESPN, Philip?
2: Um, we played we played four. And I started second base every single game.
0: I watched, I watched a couple games. I know that last game was tough. You guys were so close to the Little League World Series.
2: Yeah, it was really tough. I mean, they, they had a stud pitcher on the mound. He threw a no-hitter. He threw really hard, too. So,
0: How hard was he throwing?
2: I think he was throwing around, like,
0: 75-ish. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And, and you're in what grade?
2: I'm in six because I was playing up with the older um 12s.
0: So that's before they move back the mound. They move back the mound when you get to seventh grade, right?
2: Yeah, but with like all my travel teams, I play like. So that my all starts with 46 60. So like 46 to the mound, 60 to the bases. And my, um, I, with my travel team, I, um, I played 50 70. And then I, and then I went on to 60 90. So it, it was like. It was, like, normal for me because I was able – because I was, like, ju- adjusting from every single, like – Are we talking about feet? I'm new to this. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nine-year-old. Just started yeah, can you explain this to Aunt Stephanie a little bit? <laughs> right,
2: there's 60 – so for sixty ninety, it's 60 feet from the from home plate to the pitcher's mound. And then the 90 is 90 feet from every base. Okay. To like each other, okay.
0: And that, but the Little League World Series is a smaller field than that, right?
2: Yeah, it's, so that's forty six sixty. So the ball yeah. comes in quicker.
0: So I remember that jump because Philip. I-, I was not a very tall kid. I played. um, I played third base. I played a little bit of second base, but mainly third base, some center field, a little catcher, kind of everywhere, a little bit of a uh, utility player, but. I remember as a, a smaller kid, I was a skinnier kid, that it was really hard to catch up with some of those faster pitchers in sixth grade. But then when we got to seventh grade and the mound goes back quite a bit, those guys really are not as dominant. So, Stephanie, if you think about how someone is throwing 75 from that close, yeah, good luck. Yeah.
1: That's hard. No, we were watching, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe the talent at such a young age! Incredible, really incredible."
0: Philip, what do most kids throw?
2: Um, so like when I was in Bristol, which is like regionals after state, after we won states, everyone was throwing really hard. Like I faced one pitcher that didn't throw like too hard, but he had a lot of like he had curveball, slider. Oh my like, gosh! Everything. And he had he had like different motions, like he would go like this, and like all that. But like the normal pitchers, we we found like most of the people threw around like sixty five. Like our our pitchers, they threw really they threw pretty hard. We had a few kids that I think I think they threw like around yes like sixty five. One of them threw like seventy.
0: That's that's pretty hard.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's hard.
0: Yeah. I remember kids who were throwing sixty five at that age. That was hard to catch up to. Yeah. Kef, did you ever play baseball with the boys or did you play softball?
1: No, I played baseball a lot, a lot of wiffle ball in the wiffle street. ball. Yeah. Um I mean, I never played on a team. I played softball. Um, but I never played on a boys' baseball team. But even just, you know, trying to hit off them with a smaller ball, it's just a different – it's so much
0: faster. Yeah. Smaller. (laughs) (laughs) So, Phillip, uh, how did you get on this team, the Toms River team? That's They're all a year older than you. How did you end up on that team?
2: I've been playing with them since I was eight. So, like, right from when I was eight, I had, like, the talent to go on to the older teams – where there's like more competition. So I started there and me and my like shortstop, we were we were like dynamic duos since we were at once since we were like eight years old.
0: And he so you're you, a know, while. Sorry, go ahead Steph.
2: They've been together
1: a while. I know that.
0: So you guys uh did how many how many rounds, how many like how many tournaments, how many games did you have to win to win the state championship?
2: So we had to win our whole district, and then we had to win the section, and then we won the state.
0: This kid's big time.
2: I'm telling you. <laughs> of all the reality stars and professional athletes, <laughs> Philip LaGrosa.
0: <laughs> so, Philip, you could run it back next year and play again on the 12 team if you want.
2: Yeah, I can. I will because, like, I'm I'm only 11, about to be 12. So, like, I can play on the 12 year old team next year. So I can have a chance to go to Williamsport next year too. So,
0: do you think you oh. yeah. say that again, Steph?
2: Is that what you're gonna do? You think? Um, I feel like we have a good chance. It's just there. There was this kid also who was also 11 on the on a um team in our district. And he threw really hard and had a really good curveball. So he's going to be on that team next year. So if if I think if we can get past them, then we can go a lot farther. Wow. Okay.
0: And you guys, so the thing that I think is interesting is uh, Little League is different from what they have around here. We don't have Little League in this. I'm in the suburbs a little north of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And so the travel ball teams... Uh, are not affiliated with Little League, so their big thing is they go and they play in Cooperstown. They have a big tournament in Cooperstown. Do you do that too, or is that?
2: um I'm going to. I know I'm gonna do it. I think it's gonna be in the the upcoming year
0: yeah, that's um that's like the twelve and under I think
2: yeah it it is i I'm pretty sure I haven't been there yet, so I don't know too much about it.
0: It's pretty fun. You get to collect pins. You get to stay in barracks with your whole team and your coaches. Oh,
2: so, we did in Bristol. Oh, you
0: get you got that too in Bristol.
2: We stayed in dorms. We had seven bunk beds, enough for like everyone. And like it was really fun because you were in like it was like a circle, and then there was teams all around the outside of a circle, so you could like, like everyone sat in like the middle of the concourse and they like talk to each other so i have a few like of like kids from the um the other teams like massachusetts or um connecticut i have them as like i have them on my phone so i still like talk to them
0: so you made friends with kids yeah. from other teams
2: yeah because everyone's really nice they're out there just like play baseball and have fun at, like in in district sections and states you really wanna just try to get to Bristol so you can play on national T V. And once you get to Bristol you're just trying to like you're trying to get to Williamsport because that's a really big accomplishment. But you also wanna really have fun in Bristol. Like you're playing on national T V and you're gonna be seen by like tons of people. So it's it was fun.
0: You guys like the when you go back to school? Were you guys like the celebrities? Were all the girls wanting to talk to you? (laughs) Yeah, I
2: I still have girls like texting me about like baseball. Like, (laughs) I have a few girls asking me if like when my next baseball game is,
0: they want to come and watch. (laughs)
2: Yeah, like we can't, I don't have any games till the spring (laughs) or like early spring, and then we'll like start tournaments up.
1: (laughs) Big time, big time. The Lagrosses are big time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I know you play a little bit of lacrosse. Did Stephanie try to put a lacrosse stick in your hand and get you to play lacrosse instead?
2: I've never played lacrosse. I I mean, <laughs> I've tried. I tried in the backyard, but I just like it. The ball stayed inside the net and it would go straight down. No, he's
1: played. He's good. You have played. I thought you did play, and you were really good. No, I've only no. i only ever played. Just having a catch, and he was really good, and he needs. Some- <laughs>
2: Oh, you were good at golf though. Weren't you good at golf? Yeah, I still I still love going to golf ranges and just like hitting the ball.
0: You like top golf?
2: Yeah, that's my favorite place to go. Oh
0: so fun. We need to go there.
2: I was gonna have my birthday party at a golf range, but like there was heaters there, but then the heaters broke and my birthday's in December, so it's cold. Yeah. So I had to cancel it.
0: Yeah. You guys both have birthdays coming up. When's when's your birthday, Philip?
2: Mine's December second.
0: And then Steph, yours is the same week, right?
2: Yeah, I'm the sixth. And my brother's the eighth. Yeah.
0: Wow. Boom, okay. boom, boom. My brother, my brother's birthday is two days before mine, so we're like that too.
2: Oh, that's funny.
1: My kids were just saying, like, I can't believe their birthdays are both like only a couple days apart. How how they make that happen? I'm like, <laughs> <have no> idea. <laughs> Yeah, we're all December babies, all Sagittarius's, not funny.
0: (laughs) I don't know what that is. That's a, is that a sign? Is that a.
1: I I, I don't know. And we're all different personalities, all three of us. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) like my brother's funny. He's like, he's hilarious. He's he's like the talkative one in the family. Like he'll go up to like a random person and start talking about like fishing, football or baseball. (laughs) He's like the mayor and then like and then all butt in and say like something about my fishing or baseball or something and then he'll just start like conversations with random people
1: he will he's like a little old like man he's like well beyond his years hilarious and he's only nine yeah
0: so uh, are you guys celebrating birthdays this week? Because I know I know Steph came home to Philly, right? You guys are in Philly right now?
1: Yeah, we're in Jersey. He Jersey in River. So I'm from Philly originally, but they live in Toms River, they live down in Toms River um now. And that's where we always spend our summers down in like Seaside Heights, New Jersey. So we are having a day over here tomorrow. I'm actually in his dad's office, my brother's office. He's a big fisherman, so there's a lot of
0: fishing pictures. Up and Philip's
1: in his bedroom.
0: <laughs> in <the laughs> I told him I like the lights he's got there.
2: Oh yeah, those are cool, Phil. Yeah. I have another I don't know where it is. I have another strip of LEDs somewhere. <laughs> like there's one strip up right now. I might like I might add another strip like under it and just make it like a little bit lighter because in the daytime you can't really see it. I mean you can but it's not like like it's, your man cave, right, you're gonna make it like a man cave in there. <laughs> I mean, I have I have pictures of I love,
0: oh
2: a lot of stuff in here. Favorites.
0: Uh, oh, look at that! What's like, is that a plaque?
2: Yeah, I got this from my coach, and like it's sh- it says like 2022, 12 year old All Stars, Tom's River East literally New Jersey New Jersey District eighteen Champions, New Jersey Section three Champions, New Jersey State Champions. And then it says Metro Region Finalist. And then we got like pictures of a really good diving play that I had,
0: yeah, I've seen that picture. I actually have access to the USA Today Picture Library. There's a database that has, a bunch of pictures of your team. So I got the pictures I sent them to Stephanie so she can send them to your parents. Yeah.
2: And then I have like a team picture because right after we won, we got popcorn and I got a slushy cuz right right when you got out of the field, there was popcorn and slushy like
0: Wait, what flavor slushy?
2: I mean, so what you do is you just like make them. So they ha- they give you the cup, you buy the cup and then you can go and make whatever. So I did blue raspberry and cherry. Ooh. <laughs> those are my two favorite like combinations yeah. like that and watermelon
1: yeah i like watermelon
2: so uh, well we'll
1: shoot pictures later phil uh, he cares so much about his pictures on usa today
0: <laughs> he's like i got i got enough pictures here they're great
2: when you first came out what was that He's like there were slushies when you first came out. Yeah, there there was slushies right when you got out of the field. There was like a, it was it was like one of the trailers. Like it was a trailer that had like a slushy machine, and then there was another trailer right next to it that had popcorn. And oh. it was plain popcorn. You can get it as like buttered popcorn. You can get it as like guacamole popcorn, or you can get it as, as like pepper popcorn. Like those food trucks. Like yeah. that. It was a small food truck that had like a lot of popcorn. Yeah.
0: Isn't baseball food just the best?
2: Yeah. Like when you're done, when you're done with the game, you go over to the snack stand, get a hot dog and you're fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just one hot dog or two hot dogs?
2: I mean, I'm not too big of a person as you could say, I'm like (laughs) four, eight or something like that. I don't eat too much, but I try, I eat, I eat a good amount. I don't eat like crazy amounts. Like I'll get I'll normally get like a hot dog, a pretzel, some fries, and then like a drink.
0: Yeah, that's good.
2: That's a lot. It's a good amount.
0: You know, Stephanie had some pretty good experiences trying the food at all the ballparks that she got to travel to when Kyle was pitching.
2: Yeah. I did I thing on like online that, that showed like a Philly's like um cheesesteak eating contest in, like the locker rooms
0: philly's cheesesteak eating contest
2: yeah i i looked it up i have a picture on my phone that's that's like a cheesesteak eating contest in like the opponent's locker room
0: <laughs> like, do you no, want to participate in it
2: no i i, I, I can't even finish one <laughs> <laughs> yet with other people making eating 19 of them in like a four-day span oh
1: well, I'd be sick. I love cheesesteaks, but I'd be sick
0: for sure. <laughs> so are you a Phillies fan? Is that your favorite team, Philip? Oh, he, he froze. Is he frozen? Yeah, he froze. Okay, we'll pause for a second. Oh, he's you, back. I'm back? Yeah, you're uh, back.
2: Yeah, it said that everyone froze. Yeah, I love the Phillies because Uncle Kyle was on them. And my uncle, my other uncle was, um, I think he was a Phillies equipment manager or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Joe.
2: Yeah. I don't know when he did it, though. I think he was, like, a little bit older. So, like, I think it was, like, the 1990s or something yeah.
1: like that. Before Uncle Kyle. But, um, yeah, he, he was the equipment manager for a long time there.
2: Yeah. And, like, they just went to the World Series, though. So that made me, like, really happy. because yeah. I. I haven't ever like witnessed a uh, world series cause I was only born in 2010 and there was the world series in 2008 and
0: nine. So yeah, hey, Philip, did you watch the last dance? Did you see any of that about Michael Jordan
2: the um, documentaries?
0: Uh, okay. So Michael Jordan. Oh, we lost him for a sec. A pause. Huh? Yep. Oh, you're back. You're back.
2: Yeah, I have people calling me.
0: <laughs> He's big time.
2: I gotta turn my ringer off. Hold on. Strike down and do silent. Yeah, I turn I Put the ringer off. <laughs> do, do
1: not. Do, do not disturb. I forgot to do that too. <laughs> so, no, Philip. No, I'm apparently not big time over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Philip, I. I'm from Chicago. I've lived here my whole life and the Bulls won 6 championships and I was 2 years old when they won their last one. So I didn't get to live through any of that. It's like the golden era of any Chicago team that we've ever had.
2: Yeah, that it sucks because like I remember I really remember when like cuz I'm an Eagles fan also just because like you stick with the Philly like the Philadelphia groove. So like I love the Eagles too. I watch every one of their games on Sunday. And um when I when they won the Super Bowl, I was like 7 and I remember it like like it was yesterday. <laughs> I, I watched them win it and then I started running around the house. <laughs> My brother was sleeping and he he like woke up after me screaming. <laughs> so that was the only like Philadelphia championship that I've known.
0: Steph's gotten to see a couple of them.
1: I did. I did, but that's before you were born. But <laughs> fun, so fun. Well, we just got to witness, we didn't go, but we just got to witness the the um the Phillies being back in it. And that was so exciting. I mean, I went to one.
0: I went to a one of the
1: Which one did I go to?
0: Uh NLDS.
1: Yes. Yes. And then Kyle took little Kyle to the World Series. He would have loved to take you guys. He couldn't get any. They only got two tickets each. I mean, the tickets were sold out. It was unbelievable. But there's nothing like Red October. Nothing.
0: Philip, have you been to a Phillies game? Is he frozen? He's frozen again. <laughs> it's a good picture of him.
1: That is good. <laughs> I should screenshot that.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll pause here for a second. He'll. He looks like he left. He'll come back in. Oh, he's back.
2: Sorry. Jeez. The internet in this house.
0: <laughs> it was a really fun year for the Phillies, obviously. Stephanie got to go to a playoff game. Did you go to any games during the regular season, Phillip?
2: No. I, uh, regular season, I did. I got to, like, I think I got to one or two of them. And I, I'm pretty sure they won. Yeah, they won that day, and there was a streaker that went right across the field.
1: <laughs> I remember that
0: <laughs> You went Did you go to that game too, Steph?
1: No, no, but I remember hearing about it
2: Yeah, they got a seat, so. <clears throat> I, I Yeah, I was gonna say, did Uncle Kyle get the seats? Yeah, we got good seats right behind home plate Yeah.
0: So, Philip, what do you think the Phillies need to do to make their team better so that they can win the World Series next year? They what were- do they need?
2: They've a really good offense. They just need they need backup pitching. They need people in their bullpen that can actually do a job. Because the, the kid the people in their bullpen right now, they can't they can't get people out. They give up too much runs and hiss.
0: Do you have a player or two you'd like to see them trade for or sign as a free agent?
2: I mean, I know Judge is going as a free agent. I mean, I I pretty I don't really like Judge, but
0: you don't did. like Judge. Why don't you like Judge?
2: I don't know. I I never liked him, and I mean, <laughs> he hit sixty two home runs, so like, he's he's obviously good.
0: You don't like him because he's a tall person. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm very, like I'm gonna need a diet just so I can like <laughs> find out. <laughs>
0: So you you would like it if they sign Judge, but you don't think they will sign Judge.
2: Oh no, because I I found something on ESPN about them. Um, I heard about them, the Giants getting Judge.
0: Yeah, he's me. He uh, Steph Curry is trying to get him to come to the Giants.
2: Yeah, I saw that on my ESPN, and I I know they're not the Phillies aren't going to get him. They have a really good offense. They need someone. And the bullpen.
0: So, okay, bullpen. I think they could use maybe one more starting pitcher.
2: Oh, yeah, that's big. We only have, like, we have, I know we have, like, two good start, maybe three, maybe three good starting, like, pitchers. We have Jose Alvarado. We have, oh, wait, no.
0: No, uh, Wheeler and Nola. Wheeler and Nola. And Suarez.
2: Yeah, and Suarez. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. So I think something that happened in that long series against the Astros was getting tired. What was that?
2: They started getting tired.
0: Yeah. But I mean, the Astros had a really deep pitching uh, staff and I think that in a long series, so they won a bunch of short series, the Phillies did, um, and they wrapped up the NLCS quickly. So they didn't have to go deep into their pitching staff, but when they had to, uh, they were at a clear disadvantage. So um, you know, Carlos Rodon is a free agent or Jacob DeGrom or oh, Justin hear- Verlander?
2: Oh, yeah, I heard about Verlander.
0: Verlander, I, that's right.
2: I don't know why Verlander would ever get off of the Astros. Like, I, he was getting paid pretty well there and they just won like a World Series, so I don't know why he would tr- like, I would sign at least one more year and then either retire or go to a different team.
0: Well, he wants to make more money than just one year. He wants to sign for three years. And I don't think the Astros want to give him that much money because they have so much pitching yeah. on their team already. So maybe maybe the Phillies can open up the purse strings and bring Verlander over to the Phillies. Would you guys like that?
2: That would be really nice because he's a really good pitcher. So,
0: Or, or maybe Kyle just needs to come out of retirement, pitch for the Phillies.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he has ninety to keep up with those. Those uh, Verlander's old. I mean, he's older.
0: Yeah, Verlander's older than Kyle is.
1: No, I know. He's like unbelievable that he can still throw like that. But Kyle does not. I mean, he'd be like, I don't even know, low eighties. I think at this point, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe mid. <laughs>
0: So Philip, do you want to go to the big leagues? Is that what you want to be when you grow up?
2: Yeah, I either want to do that or I wanna like since I can't if I can't play sports when I grow up, I would like to like commentate it.
0: It's pretty fun commentating it, I'll tell you that. I do that for a living. It's it's the best.
2: Yeah, because cause like if I can't if I can't play baseball, then I want to do something like with baseball or like football.
0: Hey, because- did you
2: I love watching football. I love watching baseball. I know like everything that happens in football. I know if they're like false starting or anything.
0: You could be a ref.
2: Uh, I could. No, like, he doesn't want. <laughs> but uh not really. I'd rather
1: be a commentator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you know that Steph, your aunt Stephanie did um she worked for, with the Flyers for a year?
1: Flyers? Hmm. I interviewed a lot of the players. At when? The game. Um, in '07, I think it was long before you were born.
2: Yeah.
1: Being okay. <laughs> a host, so I like did like when I was a commercial, I did the games and stuff in the stands, and then on occasion they'd send me, you know, to the sidelines or even the locker room to interview the players, and that was slightly a disaster because I. <laughs> Pronounced many of their names (laughs) many (laughs) times because that is not my, you know, I did not go to school for that That (laughs) though. But all right, it was fun, it was a good learning experience.
0: I think that was a newer position at that time. I don't think they were that was kind of early time of when they started having those in arena hosts.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I was only like the second one for the fires. I just come off survivor. So they're like, why don't you be an arena host? And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so it was.
0: What was that? Sorry.
1: Well, when you don't go to school for broadcasting, you know, it's like, it's hard. <laughs> so yeah, I was on a reality show, but on a reality show, you just, you're competing and you just talk and you know, yeah. they scripted. You just say what you say. This was and, like scripted and you have to interview people and
0: <laughs>
1: not. It.
0: And it was live too.
1: It's live. Yeah. So there's no like replay or delete.
0: <laughs> so when you go to a game, up, you see those people who are on the scoreboard and they're like, Hey, I'm so-and-so and I'm talking to this player. Or if you come on over to section 103, we've got a deal on popcorn. That was what Steph was doing. <laughs> Yep, and that's actually what a lot of people who want to get into doing radio or TV they they actually start by doing that. Yeah. Um, so I have a friend who was the San Jose Sharks host, actually, up until a few years ago. Yep. Would you ever want to do something like that, Philip, or would you rather do like a radio show?
2: Um, i I like I like interviewing people, like. I think it's kinda like fun and interesting because then you can like learn more about them. And I-, I would do it if they gave me the chance.
0: Do you want to interview Stephanie and ask her some questions?
2: Uh yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Go for it. Uh <laughs> I can't think of any off the top of my head. Okay. Think about
0: <laughs> That's okay. We can come back to you on that. Yes. I do have sorry Steph.
2: No I yes, that's fine.
0: Philip, did you watch have you seen your your aunt on TV? Have you watched
2: Uh I can I couldn't find the um the season of Survivor, but I did I watched Snake in the Grass.
0: Did you like it? Yeah. Was it funny watching your aunt trying to lie and yeah. sabotage everything?
2: Yeah. Like <laughs> She ran over to get like the thing at the end, and then they found her like running out of the water.
1: <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to be the snake, okay? And I'm not a good liar. So I did everything I could to try to be a good liar. At least I, I found the clue and did it. They didn't
2: know. I thought it was that other girl on, like in the first challenge where you were like doing the climb the tree thing. Yeah, Rachel. I thought it was the girl on the other team. Yeah, the redhead. Yeah. Could we have went with that. We should
0: <laughs> she probably would have been better at being the snake, too.
1: Oh, all three of them <laughs> being the snake. Are you kidding? Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought it was really funny when you guys were getting the boat and Stephanie is like, <laughs> they cut to the. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Philip?
2: Yeah, she flipped the boat. She's and then she's like, I think she said it was like really heavy, so she like fell off or something like that.
0: <laughs> well, even before that, before she flips the boat, they show her and she's like, she's like, do you know how hard it is for me to try to pull back on the boat when it and make it look like I'm pushing forward with the boat?
1: Yeah. Seriously, I'm like, oh,
2: this is so heavy. <laughs>
0: Philip, have you ever been out fishing with your aunt Steph?
2: Um, yeah, a few times.
0: So are you a little more nervous now about being in a boat with her?
2: <laughs> no. We, small boat, like we have we have a bigger one, so it's like yeah. No-
1: I'm not gonna flip your boat, I promise. <laughs> I won't throw you off either. I might throw my kids off, but I won't. <laughs> That's it. You're, you're not listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, what would prompt that from your children?
1: It's not being being jerk, little jerks. That's it. You're out. <laughs> I, actually, I have told Sophie before. What did you just say when she's being fresh? Jump, jump, dive off the boat. Jump off the boat. Like stop <laughs> right now. Stand up and jump off the boat. She's like, mom.
2: my mom. Like when it, my mom wants me to like. Like, sometimes when I'm, like, beaming my brother in the car, she's like, go sit on the side of the road and call me when you're ready to pick, pick you up. Get a better attitude. That's it. <laughs> the car. Get out.
1: Call me when you're ready to have a better attitude. Get out. My kids are always like, I'm not getting out. No. Get out. Get out of the car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got some stories about my mom, but she would not be happy if I told them on this show, so I won't.
1: Oh, my kids would throw me under the bus if they were on here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> my worst. Oh, I could just imagine. <laughs> they won't be coming on the Jack Vito show, okay?
0: <laughs> okay, maybe when they're a little older. We'll see.
1: Yeah, and they'll really throw me under the bus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you haven't watched Survivor yet, Philip?
2: I I watch it. I just I don't know what like I can't find the season or the episode. I have the CDs. My kids just watched it for the first time over COVID.
1: That was like the first time they ever watched it. Even my husband, even Kyle, like he, he only saw Palau. He never saw Guatemala or Heroes Villains, but I have the, the disc. You guys should watch it at some point. I'll give it to your mom and dad. Yeah. It's good. It's actually really good.
0: Now, do you want to show him all three seasons just Palau, Palau and Guatemala.
1: Probably just Palau and Guatemala. Yeah, here is no...
0: Don't waste your time. Yeah. (laughs) But the first season that she went on, she did... Well, both of... The first two that she went on, she did extremely well. And she was a... And still is a big-time fan favorite of the show. Is that surprising? Like, do you think... Is it surprising that people really like her or not?
2: Oh, no, because, like... Just because like Uncle Kyle like putting on the, it on the Phillies. so it's like she's already popular <laughs> because of that.
0: So. <laughs> it was before she met Kyle.
2: Oh it was mm-hmm. uh, then yeah, a little bit.
1: And I will have you know, Philip, that people recognize me sometimes and not Uncle Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to say one for me. <laughs> 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 and he loves women. he really loves it.
0: Yeah, apparently you're only cool because of Kyle now.
1: Clearly. I mean, what the heck? Again, baseball fan. What are you going to (laughs) do?
0: But, yeah, it's really cool. So there's also on Paramount Plus, for those who are listening, you can go to jackvita.com slash Paramount, um, and you guys can get a free trial for Paramount Plus. And it's got every season of Survivor on there, including – Survivor Palau and Survivor Guatemala. So I know we've had people who not everyone listens to this show is a big Survivor fan. So if they're interested in watching it and they can't get the DVDs from Stephanie, <laughs> that's the way they can do it.
1: It is hard to find like those older seasons because, you know, it was on so long ago. So that's good to know. It's on Paramount+. Plus.
0: And um, Stephanie, I-, I have to think that when you competed on that show now, you know, almost 18 years ago, you could not have ever thought that this stuff is going to be around forever that people are going to want to watch this again 20 years from now
1: no i mean i work at my kids school and you know they're younger than philip a lot of the kids they are like oh i just watched you on survivor and i can't even believe that they're still this like like you said almost 18 years later and the show is still on tv i mean they're on season what are they on 43 now
0: yeah 43
1: it's insane like who knew it would it it is the longest running reality tv show right in the history of
0: reality It uh the challenge on mtv started a couple years before that but that was not that was also a cable station that's on a network so that was on mtv versus you know cbs
1: right which is prime time yeah Believe it's still on. It's crazy, and I have been watching this season. Now I've had a busy month, so I have to catch up, and I have them all DVR'd, so I haven't seen the past couple weeks. But it is really
0: good. I haven't um, watched.
1: It's hard though for kids, like they play sports. Like my, you know, yeah. sports. My kids play sports, so they're not necessarily home all the time. At on a Wednesday night at whatever time it airs, eight o'clock. So is it on at eight? Yeah, it's on a yeah. eight. Yeah, I DVR and watch it when I can. So. Um, you know, you they'd have to go back and watch the recordings of it. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going strong still.
2: I can't believe it.
0: Yep. Philip, what do you like to watch on TV?
2: Um, I like watching, like, the MLB channel.
0: MLB Network?
2: Yeah, I like watching, like, that kind of stuff, like Quick Pitch and, like, MLB Tonight. And then, like, I'll watch, like, other, like, TV shows, like... It's, like, Life Viz- life Below Zero and, like, Gold Rush and Wicked Tuna.
0: I have not seen those.
2: Yeah, and then when whenever they're not on, I like to just, like, chill in my bed and watch YouTube and, like, comment.
0: <laughs> Do you, like, uh, are you too old for Spongebob now? Did you ever like Spongebob?
2: Um, I never really watched it until, like, fifth grade because in fifth grade we couldn't go down to the cafeteria to eat lunch in school. So we stayed in my fifth grade teacher's classroom, and he would put like episodes of, um, of SpongeBob on, and I really never watched it. So not really.
0: But <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob started when I was a kid. It's been on for a while. Yeah. But Philip, I was like you. I back then, back when I was your age, um, MLB Network did not exist, but. ESPN was kind of like that at the time. ESPN just had a lot of sports news and kind of they had some they had ESPN classic, which was a lot of like documentaries about old sports and they had a lot of sports on. So I I watch that pretty much all the time. And I think if you want to if you want to someday do something in the commentary field, if you're not able to get to the big leagues, that's definitely the way to go. Just keep watching all that stuff and and remember all that information you're learning.
2: Like I was watch- like I like watching before football games, like their predictions on how like how much they're gonna win by. Like I wanna do that, like Terry Bradshaw.
0: Ooh. Hey, we should make some picks right now. Let's go through the you wanna go through the games right now?
2: All right, yeah. All
0: right, let's do it. And Steph, are you pretty pumped about the Eagles while I pull that up? Have you been watching the Eagles?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean they're having an awesome season. It's unbelievable.
0: All right. Incredible. So Philip is Philip gets <laughs> Philip gets to play broadcaster here for a short bit, and we're gonna do some NFL picks for the week. So, All right. we've got three games for Thanksgiving. This yeah. is and you know what's funny is people are probably gonna be listening to this after the games have uh, been played, so they can tell how you did. They'll be able to say, "Oh, Philip called that one pretty good." So we've got tomorrow. Bills and the Lions game in Detroit. What do you think happens?
2: Uh, Bills are going to win, but since it's in Detroit, they might not win by too much. So I'm like, maybe Bills by six.
0: Six points. Okay. So like something like 27-21?
2: Yeah. Or like, yeah, it's probably going to be like somewhere around that. Or like 28 to like
0: 21. 28-21. Okay. Giants and sorry, what was that?
2: Even though it's even though what I just said was seven, they still (laughs) uh it still might be that score, like three touchdowns and then four touchdowns, or like somewhere around that.
0: Awesome. Okay, now the next game is actually a good game. I feel like a lot of times we're watching Thanksgiving football. Uh the Bears are terrible. So thankfully the Bears are not on this year on uh <laughs> on Thanksgiving, they've been on two of the last three years. Which, by the way, actually, I'm actually a Steelers fan, even though my whole family is Bears fans. It's just kind of random. That's funny. That, yes, I don't think I had ever told you that before, Steph. So, now, yeah, was-
2: it's Chicago out by um, deep, um, Pittsburgh, too.
0: No, it's not that close. My um, my uncle. Is from Pittsburgh, and he worked across the street in the 70s from Heinz Field when they won four Super Bowls. So he's a huge fan, and I just remember watching games with him when I was little and my cousin Evan, and I just remember, like, this is way more exciting than how crummy the Bears are right now. So, <laughs> yeah. But that's, I mean, Steph, are your kids, are your kids into the Philly teams? Are they, do they like other teams? Do they so like Tampa?
1: All love the Phillies, but my son loves the Packers. Like he's a huge Green Bay Packers fan. It's like bizarre. So, and my husband is a Seahawks fan because he's from Seattle. So when they were in the playoffs, what was it last year? He took him to a playoff ba- game at, in, in uh, where the Packers play. What's yeah. That- Lambeau. Lambeau. And it snowed, and it was like crazy. With all <laughs> heads, and he remembers that. I think that might have been two years ago. So he was like seven. Um, but he loves Aaron Rodgers, and he loves
2: the Packers, and the Eagles are oh, playing them this week. What's that? Oh. The Eagles are playing them this week. Oh,
1: that's going to be it,
0: a good. I'm as almost... you were saying that, Philip was shaking his head. Like, come on, Packers, really? I know.
1: I know. Actually, we live in Florida, so everyone's like Tom Brady fans and and they all give him a hard time. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Nope. I you know, I like the Packers."
2: I That's like why it. down in New Jersey, it's tough too because ever, like I'll go around with my like my Phillies um sweatshirt on and then they'll be like, "Oh, you like the Phillies?" Oh. Yank- yeah. And then everyone's like Yankees are better while that. Phillies yeah. didn't Phillies didn't at least the Phillies didn't get sweeped to the Astros. Right? And then I'll walk around my well, I don't have um I don't have an Eagles sweatshirt, but like they'll be like, what's your favorite football team? And I'll be like the Eagles and they'll they'll be like Giants are better and they're like they're like six and three or something like that, seven and two.
0: Well, you know it's funny, that's I mean my childhood wasn't too different because in Chicago we've got two baseball teams. And for whatever reason, people just hate. You're either north side or south side. And I'm on the north side, so everyone's Cubs fans here. Um, but now I'm older. I'm just kind of like, why do you like have to hate a team from your city? Like, why can? Why do you have to just pick? Like, you right. can I, you can obviously have one that you're a big fan of, but right. like, why do you have to hate the other one? Right. New yeah. York's like that too. They oh, got
2: yeah. one way. Where- Giants, they're always like mad at each other. they like, yeah, <laughs> the other teams, yeah, yeah, crazy.
0: <laughs> okay, so we've got the Philly uh rivals here, the mm-hmm. Giants and the Cowboys. That's a great game. Are you excited for that game? And what do you think is going to happen, Phil?
2: Um, so as you know, I don't like either one of those teams because I like the Eagles, <laughs> but um, I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like the Cowboys are Cowboys are gonna have a good game since they they have Cooper Rush as their quarterback now, and he's actually pretty good.
0: I thought Dak came back. He did. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, then then I thought not would give him a shot at all. So I think it might be um might be I think it's gonna be Giants and three.
0: Okay, Giants by three. By three. Yeah. Okay, game's in Dallas, so that'd be a big win for the Giants.
2: Yeah, that that might be tough. I might be wrong on that one. But <laughs> we'll see.
0: Well, the Cowboys just lost to the Packers a couple weeks ago, but then they just they just steamrolled the Vikings last week. That was a
2: That was big. Actually, yeah, it's going to be a close game.
0: It's going to be a close game.
2: And the because they absolutely destroyed the Vikings, but I mean Dak's back and Dak's not Dak's getting older and he's not as good as he was.
0: Okay. I mean, I think Dak played pretty well, but we'll see. Um I'm looking forward to so you're saying are you sticking by with Giants by three?
2: I think I'm gonna stick with Giants by three, but it's going by
0: three. This would be a huge win for the Giants. This would be the yeah. prove it to show that they're legit. So look forward yeah. to seeing. And then we got two more games here for you. We've got the Patriots going to Minnesota. To play the Vikings tomorrow night.
2: That's it. I mean, they did lose pretty big time, but it's just the New England, the Patriots aren't the same without Brady and Gronk. So it's going to, I think it's going to be maybe, I think it's going to be the Vikings by, Vikings by probably a touchdown. So Vikings by seven.
0: Yeah, Vikings are coming off that bad la- bad loss that we mentioned last week. They lost, I think, forty to three. So they're going to be hungry. They're back at home, and uh, the Patriots are coming off a-, a nice win last week. They they basically made Zach Wilson hit the pine after Zach Wilson didn't play well for the Jets.
2: Yeah, so I, I still think they're going to come. The Vikings are still going to come out on top. I mean, yeah, they battled the Eagles good too. Like I think it was. I don't know the score, but it was a close game. I think we only won by like two or three.
0: Yeah. They've only lost two games all year, the Vikings. And then you mentioned it. It's Sunday night football. I'll go with, let me ask Steph first here. We've got the nine and one Eagles at home in Philadelphia against your son's Green Bay Packers that are four and seven and really need to, they need to win out here in order to make the playoffs.
1: I mean listen, it's gonna be the Eagles. You we win when we're at home. The fans are the best. And Me. they're like killing it this season. So
0: I gotta go with the Eagles. Sign one. How about you, Phillip?
2: It's gonna be the Eagles just because Rodgers is getting older. That and they don't have like mm. Devontae Adams or any or like them anymore. Mm. So it they the Eagles are gonna come out on top. But they haven't, they didn't play that great last week because they barely beat the Colts and the Colts were like four and five. So they're going to come out on top, but I, but all of their games were close. So it's probably going to be like maybe the Eagles by around like four.
0: And Philip, do you, you mentioned before we got going that you like Alabama and TCU for college football. Do you know who Alabama is playing this week?
2: Uh, I forgot, and uh, I think
0: TCU. TCU's got Iowa State because my Iowa sister State. and I were looking yeah. at flights, and we were thinking about going.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, TCU's probably TCU's gonna win. I, they're like eleven and zero, or, or yeah, I think, yeah, they're eleven and zero. So it and like Iowa State, I I think they're like seven and four or something like that. Yeah, very good. And, but. Uh, it's kind of easy to pick TCU because i mean they're 11 and 0 how wouldn't you take TCU because like they haven't lost a game the whole season so i think TCU by TCU by 7
0: TCU by 7 okay well i'm excited because you know we're pretty into the frogs cuz my sister went there we hope that they can get to the playoff um let me ask you this philip if you could play baseball at any school in the country, where would you want to play?
2: Uh I really don't watch college baseball, but I, I like, like where
0: would you want to go to college though?
2: I I've watched Alabama since I was like nine when they won the NCAA. Um so I, I've always liked the um I've always liked Alabama, so I wanna go to I wanna go to school in Alabama.
0: Well, I hope that wherever you end up, you end up there for all four years because Steph and I both have transferred schools.
2: <laughs> yeah. My fifth grade teacher, he said he went to like three different colleges and he wow. spent like a year and a half and like a year and another year and a half in one. He, he, he said that he just like, he couldn't like learn enough in those schools.
0: Stuff was transferring difficult for you, by the way.
2: Um,
1: but it wasn't actually because I went to a school. I played, you know, I played lacrosse in college, and um, the girls were just so accepting. And when you're on, when you're part of a team and you play for a sport, especially at like a pretty high level, everyone's there. You know, they're they're the top at their at their sport, um, and everyone's there just to win and have fun and, you know, try to just be the best team you can be. So those girls were really accepting. I loved the coach. I loved the school. It was right on the Jersey Shore. I transferred from Temple, went to Monmouth University. So it was just beautiful. In fact, when I was at Temple, I just didn't love it. So I would have done anything to just get out of there and go somewhere where it felt more me. And that's what Monmouth was for me. So it wasn't, I mean, I ended up having to take 18 credits, a couple semesters, which was a big course load. So that four years, because it was an expensive school. My scholarship was only for, you know, the remainder of the three years that I was entitled to play for the team. So, and I couldn't afford all the school loans. My parents couldn't afford it. So I had to graduate in four and I made it happen.
0: I transferred after my sophomore year. So I was at Carthage in Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, which hey, it's a good school, but really not a whole lot for what I was trying to do with right. going into this field. So I ended up transferring to Valparaiso, Northwest Indiana. And for me to transfer after my sophomore year was really hard because I yeah. was split my college time at two different schools, half and half.
1: And maybe in, uh, not a lot of those credits transfer. So then you're- they happy-
0: were, Well, actually, I was able to, the reason I picked it because I was between Valpo and Indiana University And I chose Valpo because they are like, we're going to make sure you graduate in two years and you're not going to be here longer than you need to.
1: Yeah. And like in hindsight, what was the rush? The people that were on the five-year plan were the smartest people because as soon as I graduated in four years, I went right into the real world working, which was great because I was making money. But, you know, college is so much fun. And like Kyle Sr., like he didn't go to college. He got drafted out of high school he never went to college. He never got to experience that. Which, yes, that's amazing. He went right into the you know majors and did that. But you learn so much in college that if you go right out of high school, kind of right from living at home with mom and dad, there's so much you miss out on. So,
0: so keep that in mind, Philip. When a team is yeah. calling up to draft you in a few years, you can go to college. And- yeah.
1: And I tell my son that like he think, you know, of course he wants to, you know, he wants to make it to the big leagues and he's really just now starting to get into baseball. And I'm like, it's not such a bad idea to have a college degree behind you. You can still, you know, I hope you make it to the big leagues one day, but if you don't, it's good to have a college degree behind you because then you can really do so much. You know, the world is your oyster. And he's like, yeah, but I'm. Baseball player. I'm like, well, just (laughs) in case you're not, uh, we should maybe figure out, you know, you're really smart. You can be an engineer. You can be this or that. But
0: Well, Phillip's already figured out that he wants to, if he doesn't, he's going to try to find a way into this sports media landscape. So maybe he can intern for me someday.
1: There you go. You've already gotten in with Jack. (laughs) So,
2: and I don't know if I, I haven't learned yet if like, can you get drafted to the big leagues? If, like, at, if you only spent like two years in college and they and a team wants you in the big leagues, yeah, can you go
0: well. It, the way it works is there are three different ways you can get drafted you can get drafted out uh, your senior year of high school, you can then go to a four year college. And if you go to a four year college, so if you went to Monmouth or Temple or Alabama or TCU, you would have to stay for three years. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to, like, if you were to get injured and you didn't play every single year, that wouldn't be held against you after your junior year, after three years removed from high school, you could get drafted. If you wanted to only play one or two years, you can go to junior college. So right. you can go to a junior college or community college, and you can get drafted out of junior college. Right. So. Yeah. So... Steph, do you have any little league questions for Philip?
1: Um. Well, listen, we're just getting started in all this. Kyle, my Kyle is now in nine U. This is no pitching machine. So uh, now they're pitching off the mound. So I guess Philip, when, when, when did did you pitch ever? Yeah, all the time. So. When, um, did you figure out if you'd rather be a pitcher or play second base?
2: Uh, I really never figured out yet because i'm real I'm a really good fielder, but I also have a really good knuckleball and a curveball. So like it I established that and when I was I established my curveball when I was like nine. and then just now, my my friend had the best knuckleball in the world. So, I established <laughs> that, too. So, those are just, like, I just have three pitches, and they're really good. Still pitch? Good yeah, I still, I still pitch all the time. Okay. But, like, when I'm not pitching, and there's someone that throws a little harder than me on the mound, I'm playing second base. Right, right.
0: Do you enjoy pitching or playing second base more?
2: Um, It's a hard decision, because... I mean, second base is, I've always played second base. I've always knew I wanted to be a middle infielder. So I love playing second base. And I also love pitching because it's just like, it's fun because when you like strike someone out, you feel like good about yourself. But then like if you give up a home run, which I have already, and it was an absolute bomb, um, uh, then it doesn't feel so good.
0: Did the kid like flip his bat or dance or anything when he hit the home run off you?
2: So I think I had like I got I three off of me so far. So one of them, one of them was against this kid in wreck, and it barely got over the fence. Uh, they said it went over the fence, but it really it didn't. It hit like the it hit like the bottom of the blue thing, and the blue thing curves out like this and R. So it hit the bottom and bounced over. And so they counted it as a home run. And then this other one, I left, I left a knuckleball over, like right down the middle to like a big lefty, and he smoked it. And
0: yeah. So did he sell? Did any of them celebrate and like do a dance or throw their bat or anything like that? You
2: no, know, like the kid that barely hit the home run. I mean, I don't really talk to him that much, but like I'm friendly with him. Like I talk to him sometimes.
0: So you're not, like, getting mad and throwing at him the next time he comes up, right? No. Unless
2: someone that really, like, really pisses me off. <laughs> then, then I might, I'm not going to hit him, but I might, like, jam him and, like, back him off the plate and then throw a curveball, like, to the outside, yeah. the bottom outside corner and make him, like. Yes, it. He'll, he'll think it was a ball because he would be standing far back <laughs> on the plate. And it would go across the plate and just end up on the outside
0: corner. How old were you when you threw your first curveball?
2: I was I I started it right when I, well, I started it. I think it was in this in like this summer when I was like no, it might have been like in the fall when I was um eight. I threw it to my brother in the backyard, and he he like he was in kindergarten, so it was, it, he didn't like really know he was he. <laughs> Backed off the plate like this, and then I knew it was like a good pitch. And then when I was nine, I threw threw a curveball at a kid's face, and then it cut down right down the middle. And I, I wound up walking him, but the ball was down the middle. And my coaches said that the umpire came to them at the end of the game and said the only reason why I called it a ball is because it looked like it was coming up towards him, and then it went right down the middle. So, it was mm. like that, that umpire didn't ever see one of them before.
0: Oh, you spooked them.
2: And then from then on, I've always had a curveball. And then I just got my knuckleball from my friend that I talk to like every single day and go over his house.
0: On that's, some. that's awesome. I know you guys got to get going here. So, I'm going to give you a few more Little League questions. Okay. All right. So, my, I want to go back to you guys were living in those dorms. How many nights did you guys have that?
2: We had it for seven days a week.
0: Seven nights.
2: Yeah. How many
0: adults watching you guys?
2: We had three. They were just all three of our coaches.
0: So three dads. Did you get it were you able to get away with some stuff you might not have been able to, like at your house? Oh yeah. Oh,
2: we were we were sleeping in our in our dorms. Like I had the top bunk so I was able to see everything. And then I would see like people that were next to me in their dorms. They would, they would like sit up like this. And then they would just like go all the way down like quick. And so it would make like a big bang. (laughs) And then people would like clap, which woke people up. And then my coach got really mad. So he, so he kind of like, he said he told us to stop. But then, but then we didn't stop. And then the next night he sat out there. Because he wanted to make sure that we were, like, actually falling asleep and not falling <laughs> off. But other than that, inside of the dorms, we had we had a PlayStation. And we also had, like, you know, an Oculus? Yeah. Like, the headsets. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So we would have that, and we would do, like, baseball on the headset. The only game that my oh, friend... Oh, uh,
0: Win Reality? Is it Win Reality?
2: I don't know, because it wasn't mine. Like, my friend brought it, and then my other friend brought a PS4. So we, like, we played who could hit the farthest home run in MLB The Show <laughs> over the seven days. And the farthest one I think we hit was, like, 540, 541 or 2. Wow. By my friend Jack. And it was, like, it was, a, <laughs> it was fun in there. Because you would wake up, we would walk over to eat breakfast in the cafeteria and then we would come back and rest for like a half hour then we we would get all of our gear on for practice go to the practice fields and then we would go we would go home rest go back rest for like two hours and then go eat lunch if we didn't have a game that day or like we would get like lunch ordered to us so we did that and then um and then we would uh we would just go to our game or we would just wait until night came and then they they would bring us pizza every night so we had three boxes of pizza every night of bacon pepperoni and plain so we just we did that
0: did you pull any pranks on anybody
2: no i mean other than we had vermont next to us and they were definitely like pulling pranks on us because <laughs> <laughs> sleeping, and they they said that their coach let them stay up till like eleven or whenever they wanted to fall asleep. Our coach let us stay up till ten. And what they would do is they would just start bang because we shared the bathroom, but they got knocked out out of two games, so they they kept banging and we couldn't fall asleep. And then they and then they lost. And like we weren't happy that they lost, but we were happy that they were like out of there because then-
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> because the other nights we couldn't really sleep because they just kept banging, banging.
0: That's, that sounds like such a fun time. Was it? D- were you nervous at all? Like playing on TV? Was that a little different for you?
2: No, it it felt normal to me just because like. I've, I've been playing all-stars and like travel and all this baseball for so long that it just feels normal to have like used all of my hard work and got to this point to be playing on TV and in front of a lot of people. And then I just knew I just had to go out, do my thing, play baseball how I normally always do, and I did.
0: All right. I want one last thing here. I think it'd be fun – if each of us told a funny youth sports memory. So Stephanie, do you have a favorite or funny memory from when you played sports as a kid? I'll give you mine while you think.
1: I, I have a funny college one, but okay,
0: it? let's hear it.
1: So when I transferred from temple to Monmouth university, um, everybody already had their roommates for the year picked out. And I, of course, didn't know anybody. So I ended up being in, we lived with like six people each in like a little, like uh it was a dorm, but it, it housed six people with a little kitchen in it. And I was with the track girls. And for the very start of the season, one of our first things was we had to meet at the field and we were going to do a timed mile. So I was like telling my new roommates, like tonight we have a timed mile, whatever. So they're like, oh, so you, what are you going to wear? And I was like, Oh, I'm just going to wear, you know, like workout shorts and, you know, a t-shirt and you know, my sneakers. And they're like, Oh no, 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 no. you have to wear like a full on track suit. Like you can't wear that. That's going to take time off. That's going to add time to your mile. You want to wear something like really tight. So you have the fastest time possible. Like this is a competition. So I was like, okay. So they talked me into wearing like one of their it's like a onesie, like tracksuit, like shorts, that's you know what you see the people wear like in the Olympics. So I'm the new girl at mom's university. I'm a sophomore, it's my second year, and you know like lacrosse players wear like t-shirts and like shorts and like not like skimpy little. <laughs> so I stroll up, they're all in their t-shirts and shorts with like their hair in a ponytail and their lacrosse sticks and I show up in like a onesie, tight <laughs> spandex tracksuit and I'm the- and they're like Who's the new girl? And i like, hi. It's <laughs> a mile tonight, right? And they're like, Yeah, it's just a mile. I'm like, I-, I live with the track girls. They made me wear this. And like I have not lived that down to this day. Some of my closest friends I still talk to, and they're like, who remembers when LaGrosa showed up in the full-on like Olympic tracksuit? <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever, jerks. I think I had the best mile time too. So
0: Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great!
1: Not literally, not use sports, but
0: that's that's the perfect kind of story I was going for. Because my story, <laughs> I'll give you mine. It's just one that came to mind for me. It's kind of like a out of place moment. Um, so I was in fifth grade, and there was this big uh, hit video game called MLB Slugfest. Philip, if you ever get your hands on an old PlayStation Two or a GameCube or one of these old consoles get MLB slug fest. It's this game where it's, uh, it's like a cartoony violent game. So like you get on first base and you can start punching the first baseman. So <laughs> it was like this hilarious game that my brother and I used to play. My friends and I used to play, you hit home runs and sometimes your players go on fire. Um, Steph, did, did any of your brothers play NFL blitz or was that before your time or after your time?
1: And no, that was after. We had like Atari and like Nintendo.
0: NFL Blitz was in a popular arcade game in the nineties, and then they turned it into a video game. Um, but anyway, it's it's just this great game. So one of the things that you could do in this game, and mind you, you were born in what year, Philip?
2: Uh 2010.
0: 2010. So a couple years, at, a few years after you were born, they made a rule that you're not allowed to railroad and steamroll the catcher anymore, In uh, you used to be able to block yeah. home plate and then just barrel the catcher over, so yeah. I was probably inspired by this video game in fifth grade. This was just a routine play at the plate, and I don't know why I thought that this was okay, but... Uh, there was a just, it was a force out. The bases were loaded. Someone hit a ground ball. They throw it home. I'm out by a mile and the play's basically over. And I just run straight into the catcher, lower my shoulder and blast him. And he loses the ball. And then <laughs> everyone, the umps, everyone's just like, what just happened? Like they couldn't <laughs> believe what had happened. It was so out of place. Like, what the heck is happening? So the ump. One, the, we have these umps and they're like high school kids you know so this high school kid is cracking up he thinks it's the funniest thing he's ever seen <laughs> i probably injured this kid who was on my fifth grade basketball team just a few months earlier really? and he's comes over and he's like hey uh i called you safe because <laughs> i'm like wait what <laughs> i was not safe because technically by the rule. I mean, I thought at the time I probably thought I was safe because I knocked the ball out of his hands, but it's a force out. So the play's over. So it, hey, it, it wouldn't right. even be a situation where you could do that. And he's just laughing. And He's just like, that was like the coolest thing I've seen in a little league game. Don't do it again.
1: <laughs> that is great. That's funny. So were you really safe?
0: You know, I think, I mean, I should have been out. I think he called me safe. He called me um, safe. Yeah, he got the rule wrong.
1: Parents these days be fighting.
0: <laughs> there probably were some. There probably yeah. were some.
2: <laughs> oh got Philip, you got anything funny? Um. So the kid from Massachusetts that I still talk to, Um, I saw him. He was in his dorm, and it was kind of funny at the time because he took a slide, and he had his friends back and he knew it was coming cuz everyone was like videoing it and he went like this he would sl- he would come in and then slap his back with the uh side. <laughs> and then that was one and then we had the Oculus too and we were doing the baseball so no that no one could see if you were coming in to like talk to someone and everyone was swinging the bats we only have one Oculus but it would happen all the time Everyone was would be like swinging the bat or throwing it at someone and then they would be like smacking someone else. <laughs> <laughs> like I I tried to throw it once and I hit the I hit my hand on someone else's head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds and, dangerous.
2: Yeah. We we tried to designate like the corner where there was no beds or anything, but I but the day before that I went to Dave and Buster's up there and I won like this little pool table that I have right here. <laughs> And we would play. We
0: would oh, look play. at that! That's so cute.
2: A little pool table, so we would play pool all the time. And um, and what happened was like we would be playing pool, and there was no other room for it, so we put it in the corner with the Oculus. So we we would be playing pool, and then the kids would be swinging, and it would like hit you right in the head in no time. <laughs> and like you people, you would see people like crashing into beds because they didn't
0: know like you can't right. see. <laughs> <laughs> the win so there is something I I should give a plug here. There's a product called Win Reality and it teaches you you can work on hitting mechanics. It's with the Oculus. So it's virtual reality baseball training and it's been it works very well. The guy who invented it or one of the inventors is Dan Odowd on the MLB network. Have you ever seen him on there before, Philip?
2: Um I don't I don't think so.
0: Okay. well, he's a friend of mine. He's been on this show and they do a great job with Win Reality. So if you're interested in oculus and baseball training it's it's a pretty cool product. Have I mean, you a cool Christmas gift?
2: Yeah, I-, I won an oculus for Christmas, but I already have like a really expensive Christmas list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's on your Christmas list? What are you hoping for?
2: So I want a surfboard because I went surfing once with my friend and it was really fun. So I want I want another surf. I want a surfboard that I can actually own. Um, I want that. I want a hoverboard. I want. I also want. The, have you heard of a Marucci Cat X? Like the new Marucci alloy bat?
0: No, it's a it's a bat.
2: Yeah, it's a new bat. It has a really good ping and it and it's like really expensive. So that already brings my total up to uh, like a thousand dollars. So, and, and Christmas list. Did <laughs> you add it up? <laughs> don't add it up. They just list everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have like three things. They all in, in total they cost like a thousand dollars. And I also want this this bike that's seven hundred dollars. But I just took that off the list because there's no shot I'm gonna get one thousand seven hundred dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> For Christmas.
0: <laughs> Need to work a job. Yeah. buy all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that about the bat is, Steph, like, something I'm constantly forgetting is how much technology improves. So, like, I got a new 3-wood Uh, probably, it was for my birthday a few months ago. My dad got me a new 3-wood. My old 3-wood was one of those Callaway Big Bertha models from the 2000s and i'm just like it's so much easier to hit this ball straight with this new club cuz technology has improved so i'm still hanging on to like these old baseball bats from when i was a kid and i'm thinking like yeah my kids might one day i'll have kids and they might like this and now i'm just like no the technology is going right. to be like way better like that bat you're talking about philip is probably way better than any of the bats that i have still
2: yeah there it's it's a good bat and i also there's wait. What was I gonna say? <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say.
1: Another addition to the list. You just remembered something.
2: Uh, I don't know.
0: Well, Philip, do you have anything else you want to say? I know you don't get to go on podcasts every day. This is a huge get for us to get you on here.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I've I've been with my friends since I was like. I've been with every single one of them since I was eight. So I know them really well. And it's like, it was so much fun spending the whole summer with all of them. Cause my whole summer revolved around baseball. I had like two, two and a half weeks before school that I was able to do everything that I wanted to in. So I, I spent like the whole summer with my, with all of my friends playing baseball. So it was like really fun.
0: That sounds like a perfect summer to me. That sounds great.
2: Yeah. That was my summer vacation.
0: <laughs> and what what are you doing now, baseball wise? Are you doing any hitting, hitting uh, girls or are you going to cages, or?
2: Not right now. I just I just take this time like, I just take off just because I want to like my birthday's coming up, and then Christmas, and now Thanksgiving tomorrow. So I want to like hang out with like the family instead of like worrying yeah. like baseball practices or hitting.
0: And then it's going to be revving up in the new year. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it'll start. Mine will start in like January. I'll have like, I'll have like winter training for my rec team. And then I'll have like winter training for my travel team also. And then and then I'll really have it four times a week again for one team and then probably like two times a week for the direct team.
0: Well, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm sure you're excited for it.
2: Yeah, I am. Can't wait to get back on the baseball field.
0: Enjoy the break while you got it. Steph, anything else here before we say goodbye to Philip?
1: Good job, Philip. When your first podcast, you did awesome. Thank you. We're going to get a lot of uh, views on this, Jack.
0: Yeah, we we are. We got you you got us a big time guest.
1: I mean, listen, I bring in the celebrities. What
0: can I say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Philip, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here and wrap things up real quick with Stephanie, but I wanna thank you so much for coming on and I hope you had fun, okay?
2: All right, thank you. Good job, Philip.
0: Happy Thanksgiving.
2: Happy
1: Thanksgiving.
0: All right. So, Stephanie, how did you think that went? That conversation that we just had with okay. your nephew Philip.
1: Yeah, my, it's funny because my brother and my sister-in-law were like, you know, don't don't be shy. Don't give one word. Because he's more, you know, two brothers. He's more of the quiet one. I mean, he spoke the whole time, I feel like.
0: He talked he's a pretty, lot. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that was something you had told me that he might be a little shy. And I, I was like, okay, you know what? I like this as a challenge, as an interviewer, to try to pull the personality out of someone. Yeah. I didn't think I even had to work very hard for it. I
1: think he did great. Yeah, yeah, he
0: did great. So how are things in your world, Stephanie? We're still recording, by the way.
1: Um, Things are good. You know, sadly, I just had another brother pass away suddenly, um, actually, in early November. So I was coming for Thanksgiving anyway, because my parents were already up here. And I just, to me, Thanksgiving is about being with your family, and my parents are usually in Florida for Thanksgiving, and then they come up here and do Christmas in New Jersey with my brothers, and they were staying up for Thanksgiving and Christmas this year because my other brother recently got married, and they're like, you know, going back and forth is too much. I said, that's that's fine. We're going to come up for Thanksgiving regardless. You're getting older. Who knows how many more Thanksgivings we can all be together, whatever, whatever. Well, so I had already had that planned. Well, with that, we found out in early November that one of our brothers, Christopher LaGrosa, passed away. We still actually don't even know the exact cause. So really? it's tragic. Um, so it's bittersweet. You know, I'm here with my brother, Phil LaGrosa, and then our, our brother, Stevens coming up. And then we sadly won't have Christopher here this year. And then Paul passed away, my oldest brother, last December, 22nd. So that's two brothers in a year span that my parents have lost and we've all lost, but really it's a lot of my parents. So it's a bittersweet Thanksgiving for us, but actually the services are Saturday after Thanksgiving. So tonight I'm here at Phillip's house because we're putting together all the picture collages and getting the booklet together and everything for the mass. So it's sad, you know, life's short and we have to like, it's so cliche to say that, but like really, truly we have to remember like life is short it could be gone in an instant. And sadly our kids and my nephews are finding that out. Like, like what happened? Like Uncle Chris was 48. Like what happened? We're like, we don't know. Like just life is short. And grandma and grandpa may not be here next year. Like we have to, you know, you don't want really to scare them, but you want to be honest. And like well, we're all together, let's really make the most of it. So that's really a big thing. I really haven't been on social media much because I really, to be honest with you, don't feel like making reels. Yeah like doing, you know, there's a lot going on. I just went on a beautiful trip with friends because it was planned over a year ago. And I actually wanted to cancel it, to be honest with you, because I just found out right before the Christopher passed. um, And I rushed up here to help with clean out his house and be here for my parents. But um, it was good. I went on the trip because it helped keep my mind off things. And now with the holidays coming up, you know, it's Bittersweet, because I love the holidays. Like my house is already all decorated for Christmas and everything. But at the same time, it's like if you can't celebrate it with all the people you love, like what's the point? So there's a lot. But you know, we we have a strong faith in the Lord, and we know that Paul is with Christopher now. Mm -hmm. And you know, what can we do? I don't want to cry. I don't
0: want to get too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It got real, didn't it?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, but honestly, that's what's going on. You know, in my world, and it's real life. You know, life is short.
0: Life is short. Um, so sorry for your loss again. Uh, no. We're praying for you, and I'm sure that the listeners that are finding this out will be supporting you and praying for you and sending you. you love. Um, and uh, yeah, take it's good to take a break. Uh, you and I were chatting earlier before we started recording. It's good to take a break, unplug from all of that for as long as you need to, and. Yep. It's really like, I have not recently, I've just been, I think since I started my job a couple months ago, I've spent a lot less time on my phone because I spent so much time on my phone searching for work. I had to be like on my phone all the time to try to connect and, you know, interview and do all that stuff. And then when I had a job, it's like, Well, it's a lot easier for me to get stuff done when I'm not looking at my phone. And then when I'm not looking at my phone, I'm just less interested. And I just think that it's a good break. You're like I was talking about this with Dr. Sean yesterday from Survivor Borneo, and that episode's gonna air. uh, I mean, people listening to this at this point have gotten a chance to listen to that. But, you know, he was talking about how how much that has changed our world and our brains and the way that we process stuff and think and he was talking about if you're a creative person that likes to create stuff, like getting away from your phone is good for your brain. He's a nerd. He's a neurologist. So he knows yeah, all about this stuff.
1: Right? And honestly, like as silly as it sounds, like when I go on these reality shows, it's kind of a nice thing. Like they take your phone from you. You're out of touch with reality and the world. And you, it's kind of nice, you know, because you do need to give yourself a break because it's too much. It's too much stimulation. And, Like my daughter just got a Gab phone. She's 11. I won't let her get an iPhone. Like she doesn't need to be on, they don't need to be on all this stuff at such a young age. It's too much pressure. Um, And there's all kinds of weird things tied into it when they don't feel accepted and all the suicide rate has gone up in children now. And I I think there's something to that, you know? So it is nice to unplug sometimes.
0: It's nice to unplug. Actually, I was watching something the other day where they were talking about Exactly what you just brought up. And this uh, psychologist or this um, psychology professor was talking about these studies that he's done and how all of a sudden in 2012, maybe his kids born after 2012, there's just this huge uptick in suicide and with young people. And you look at social media and all that. The thing that his studies that he concluded, which I found were very interesting, was that social media has a significantly worse impact on girls than boys. I boys it. boys really from his studies he's saying they really don't use it compared to how girls use it. Boys <laughs> just like YouTube and video games. Those are what? two things. And if those things are done in moderation, then, you know, that's that those aren't inherently good things. You still got to supervise what your kids are watching and putting in and playing. You know, I I personally think that kids shouldn't play as many violent video games as much right. as they do. Right. But um, it's more so with girls with the kind of smartphone stuff from what I had heard in this study.
1: And back to like what we've talked about before on your podcast and even today that's why sports are so important my kids are so busy between school after school activities and then homework and then just trying to you know get like a half hour of watching a TV show and then bed because they have to get up at 6:30 in the morning. They don't have time to sit there and be on a phone and be like they're so busy, but thank God because they have after school sports and they after school activities. So it really is important. These kids that just go to school and then go home, those are the kids that are constantly on social media, the internet, video games, and that can go down a real bad path. You know, so it's good. I mean, it's bad to overstimulate kids, but at the same time, it's really good to keep them busy and keep yeah. them on track.
0: And understanding also, maybe not everyone has as big of an interest in sports. So, right. you know, maybe their team is their band that they play in, yeah. or
1: yeah, it yeah. Doesn't- Sports, yeah,
0: doesn't have to be sports, but sports, as we agree, are a great thing. Um, Just
1: after school activity,
0: after school activities with other kids, not virtually.
1: Yes,
0: and working towards something like you know, like you and I are big sports people, but there are some people who might be more artistic, and you know, their version of that could be painting a picture or
1: pottery class, art class, drawing, music class, whatever. Exactly.
0: Well, I want to, you're doing a good job with the parenting because from your Christmas card here on the back, I should read. uh, We have had a very blessed and busy year. Some highlights include Sophia, 11, enjoys competitive volleyball, basketball, and horseback riding. Kyle Jr. enjoys baseball, basketball, flag football, and soccer. And Sloan loves dance and soccer. And then you also included that Kyle spent the year as a scout for the Rays and then my the part that made me happy in addition to all this stuff about sports, Stephanie went back on reality TV after a 12-year hiatus. It's a pretty good year.
1: It was. It was a great year. I mean, minus some hardships, it was a great year. And we are certainly blessed and we all above and above all, we have our health. So if we didn't have our health, we couldn't be doing any of this, right? Um, so, you know, I've got some more fun things coming out that right after Thanksgiving, we're going to find out about that. I'm not a <laughs> say, but maybe like two days right after Thanksgiving, we're going to hear about something else that I'm doing <laughs> really exciting. So, um, no, I'm, I'm super excited for things to come in the next year. And I am very blessed that I have very healthy children. And, um, I know not all people are as blessed as me and I, they are always in my thoughts and prayers, truly.
0: And you do have something exciting to come out. So people are going to want to take a look at your social media and all that. Follow that along. Because even though you have been kind of quiet on social media, I know you'll be posting about this next adventure. After,
1: Thanksgiving, after we get through my brother's celebration of life, you know, life does go on. And he would want me to, you know, go on. And, and he was my one of my biggest fans. So I will certainly be updating my socials often about what I have going on and things that are coming out. And I think on the screen is my Twitter and my Instagram handle is Steph underscore LaGrosa underscore Kendrick. Um, So that's mainly where I do most of my uh, posting is Instagram. And then it kind of flows over to my Facebook and then I do some things on Twitter. So follow me if you want (laughs) what big things are coming out
0: big things very exciting yes and then the twitter is at steph lagrosa 38 for those yep. who are listening on the podcast feed um and then yeah just i going back to the card though volleyball basketball horseback riding baseball basketball flag football soccer <laughs> dance and soccer so Wait, that's a that's
1: and my daughter sophia just made the soccer team at school and i didn't even put that and like <laughs> loves band. She plays the tuba and she's like, mom, they want me to be in the marching band. I'm like, how many things can we do? (laughs) I know it's crazy. It is crazy. So seriously, when I'm not on social media, I'm like a full-time mom, like full. (laughs) It's great.
0: Well, it's funny because you're always like, when we schedule these podcasts, Steph is like, okay, let me find some time when I'm not running these kids all these sports but here's a list of just all the sports that these kids are playing and it's great. great by the way
1: it, it is and it's fun and it's good for them but you know and then i help out of school and it, you know i think next week we were talking about something i'm like no i'm on a field trip that week. like you know when we get back <laughs> i'm on a field trip tuesday with kyle so it's just it's always something you know
0: all right well she's stephanie Lagrosa kendrick anything else stuff for today
1: that's it thanks for having me and happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy and, Thanksgiving. Thanks for being here.
1: Yes, thanks for having me. And thanks for having my nephew. He really is sweet.
0: He's yeah, a good, great.
1: He really is, and he's a really good little athlete. So is his brother. Um, so, and my son loves playing with them because they've been playing baseball a lot longer than him. My son is—he didn't wasn't into it for a while, and I was like, Kyle, don't don't force <laughs> it because he might end up hating baseball and that <laughs> will kill you. But now he really likes it. So, he's behind them. He's not, you know, up to par up to speed with them just yet but he'll he'll get there oh all right oh she just walked away oh. <laughs> they're outside. it's pit- first of all i'm in new jersey it's freezing here in florida it's like not even dark yet what is it five o'clock here it's 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 pitch black they're outside <laughs> playing soccer as we speak
0: the cousins <laughs> <laughs> well i should let you get out there thank you so much for your time today steph
1: Thanks, Jack. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great Thanksgiving.
0: Well, folks, that concludes today's conversation with Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick and her star nephew, Philip LaGrosa. Man, that was so much fun. It was so much fun reliving some of my memories and my childhood and hearing a little bit about Little League because I mean it when I say it. My favorite memories, most of them from my childhood involved me being on a baseball diamond, just playing with a team. Uh, and like we, Steph and I were talking about, if you have kids, highly encourage getting them into sports. Now, obviously it might not be for everybody. Maybe they don't enjoy it. And maybe there are other outlets. And if they're really creative that they could do other things as well. So we're not saying that you shouldn't pursue those avenues, but if you have, if you're on the fence and you're thinking about, you know, should I let my kid play sports? Or should I sign him up? Or should I give him a little bit of encouragement? They're going to make memories that last a lifetime. And uh, we had a state champion on today. It was really cool hearing from Philip about his time. Uh, almost getting to that Little League World Series. And I hope he goes back next year. I would love it if he decides to stay on that 12-and-under team and plays on the team next year that goes to the Little League World Series. He'll have another shot. Uh, and then we can have him on next Thanksgiving and talk about his team winning the little league world series so uh great episode today hope you guys enjoyed it so i'm gonna be going out of town uh i'm actually i recorded this the day before thanksgiving this episode is running later than that Uh, i'm flying to phoenix arizona the following next week which is the week of the 28th, I think is the 28th. So, I'm actually gonna be out there for a couple of weeks. I'm gonna bring my uh Zoom camera, I'm gonna bring my podcast equipment, my microphone. So, I might do some episodes out there, but I also don't know what my setup's gonna look like and how busy I'm going to be. I'm gonna be doing some networking, hanging out with some friends, getting away from the cold for a couple of weeks. It's gonna be a really fun time. I will bring my podcast equipment, but I do not know if or when I will use it, how many episodes I'll be recording over the next few weeks. So, this potentially could be the last time you guys hear from me for a few weeks. Hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, I can get at least one episode done, but I'd love to do more than that. Just going to depend on how busy I am and uh, who we are getting on these podcasts, all that. So, anyways, until our next episode please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and then follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Jack Vita Show. We're going to have a lot of fun content coming soon. And until then, I'm Jack Vita. Bring in the dancing lobsters.